3D printing technology is pushing the limits of customization, bringing ease to surgical planning and making predictable outcomes. If you are a surgeon wanting to make lives better, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Surgeons in 3D Printing podcast. And now, your host, Dr. Ruchi Pathak Cole, to take you on this beautiful journey. This podcast is being sponsored by Reconstructive Healthcare Solutions Private Limited, a consulting and services provider for medical 3D printing in India. We are there in the Indian Institute of Technology, New Delhi. We are a spin-off of research done at All India Institute of Medical Sciences, New Delhi. If you are struggling to make any decision on implementing 3D printing to your clinical practice, department or a hospital setup, connect with us on a call for 30 minutes of free consultation. So, book your call and we will help you overcome your challenge. Welcome to the Surgeons in 3D Printing podcast. And today I have a very special guest, an old friend now. She is the Central Regional Coordinator of Makers Making Change at Winnipeg, Canada. Suzanne, from a very young age, from England, she supported people with disabilities. Since arriving in Winnipeg, Manitoba in 2007, she has worked in the technology sector, ensuring equity for minority Canadians. Her role at Makers Making Change enables her to continue to support her local community by combining her knowledge, skills, and experience. Even though they say you can't teach an old dog new tricks, however, Suzanne has learned new maker skills since joining the Neil Square Society. That's amazing. Welcome, Suzanne. Thank you for that amazing introduction, Roshi, and uh, pleasure to be here. So you are a master's in industrial and organization psychology from University of East London. You've also been an interim president of the Canadian Cerebral Palsy Sports Association, crisis counselor. Of course, you're a speaker at larger conferences across Canada and internationally. With that, I'd like to ask you, how has your journey been switching over from England to Canada at Makers Making Change? Well, my journey from England, um, I've been here now in Winnipeg for 14 years. Mm -hmm. I've been with Makers Making Change for the past two years. I, literally, it's my second anniversary with the organization on Friday. So it's been a journey. Um, you know, often people ask me, you know, what, why did you go to Canada? You know, the, the reasons are endless. You know, how do you like Canada? Do you miss England? <laughs> It's yes and yes and yes and sometimes no and no and no. <laughs> but it's um it it was it's like anybody who uh, emigrates somewhere. I mean, Rishi, you're you're in in England. You know that that journey too well yourself. <laughs> yeah. um, we miss things about home, our home countries. Um, but when we're there, we miss things about the country that we've become becomes known yeah. as home. So. Um, my, my career path has been one um, of interest. Uh, I, I qualified, I, I gained my master's in uh, business, well, industrial and organizational psychology, as it's known in um, North America, uh, literally just before I left the UK. So when I came here to Manitoba, it took a while to find my place and uh, to, to, to determine what my journey was going to be. And as you eloquently put, you know, I, 
I've worked within the technology sector. Um, I've, I've done various volunteer board um, roles and currently is the interim president of um, the Canadian Cerebral Palsy Sports Association, which is an amazing organisation to be a part of. You know, we had the Paralympians out in Tokyo, wow. which is <laughs> amazing. Um, and, and so, yeah, you know, it's, it's this um, conundrum of life, right? And uh, coming here and, and doing the job that I now do with Makers Making Change is, is an incredible um, organisation. Um, and it has such, um, it's so community driven. And it sort of hits all the bells and whistles that that make me um make my day to and my working life easy so um it, it, it's quite an, an amazing place to be a part of right so of course uh we had a conversation a couple of times in the past two years of course and you have always been enjoying the work that you're doing i do get that and i do find that makers making change is doing an amazing job because i've been a part of it for some time so i would like mm. you to tell about what is it that happens in makers making change what is the mission of the organization and what are you doing with respect to 3d printing because we are quite well talking about 3d printing here absolutely so Makers Making Change is part of the Neil Squire Society um, as, and, and it's an organisation that's been existing since 1984, thereabouts. And Neil Squire was a young Canadian uh, basketball player. Uh, he was at university, he you know, had life was in front of him. And he was in a very serious road accident and became, um, as a result of that, uh, you know, when he awoke to this new world of, you know, he was a tetraplegic, uh, he could not communicate. He had um, very limited vocal use. And uh, his uh, relation was an engineer. And he, he wanted to do something to, to sort of give back some um, independence and communication to Neil. So he developed a very early uh, sip and puff technology um, using an Apple E2E computer. Uh, most of us didn't even know they existed really back then. Hey, you know. <laughs> True, sir. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, he he developed this technology where Neil would sip and puff Morse code into um, a, a mouthpiece, which would be translated by the computer into the written word. So he was then able to um, start to communicate in a, in a different way, but still be able to communicate. And uh, sadly... Neil passed away and uh, Bill Cameron um, founded Neil Squire Society as a, in his name as a legacy. And ever since then, they have um, had sort of research and innovation at the heart of what they do, but they now run all sorts of programs for um, people with disabilities. So they, they do employment programming, they have hearing solutions, they have distance computer training, um, and we have Makers Making Change, which is I'm a part of. So across Canada, we have uh, various offerings in different provinces. Um, but we, as an organisation, in 2016, Makers Making Change received funding via Google. And that allowed us to um, really develop what became known as the Lip Sync, which was the sort of the 2016 version of the original sip and puff technology wow. um, invented by um, Bill. And that funding allowed us to um, 
really uh, extend and, and, and grow that piece of um, assistive device. And all of our devices are then all available via um, the internet. It's all open source. Again, that funding has sort of allowed that to happen. And we have a chapter model, which is distribute, helps us to distribute around North America and in fact, globally uh, now because of the wonderful World Wide Web. And um, so the, the, we have 140, now today, we have 147 assistive devices in our library online at makersmakingchange.com that can all be downloaded um, anywhere in the world. And it's all open source. There's no proprietary um, items in there whatsoever. Much of the components are 3D printed or have, or have something that's 3D printed within them. It cuts across all of the STEM programming and STEAM programming in terms of technology. Um, but ultimately, they're very affordable items and they are made by our maker community and our chapters around North America and around the globe are now. Um, for people, the end user being the person with disabilities, you can also make requests via the website for devices that may not be on in the library, that you may require customized items. So that can all be done. And we, our maker community, it combines sort of three um, movements really, the, the maker community, um, the, the sort of, it's crowdfunding open source and it brings all those people together. So we, we can really help produce um, devices to help improve the quality, daily quality of life of people with disabilities at very minimal cost to them. And where possible, they get donated to as well. So yeah, it's, it's, it's quite amazing. And using that 3D printed fabrication model has enabled sort of DIY assistive tech. Yeah. And there's incredible things that can happen when um, amazingly people come, in, come together and find solutions exactly so you have the printing which happens physically at a place which is a kind of a maker space and uh, mm -hmm. and the software solutions and the designing happens all online yeah it really you can so the, the items that you would see in our library uh so they're all um it's all notated to who who the original designer is mm -hmm. so anybody can design anything and if it goes through the process where it's you know it goes through a certain quality control etc they're all prototypes if you want but they but they all go through a certain quality and a robust testing to make sure that they can go onto the site and that other people can replicate and um those items uh, as i say you, that it links into something called thingiverse that's the repository yeah. of all the the files the fdl files that you need for 3d printing and the beauty of it is, you know, sometimes people have people are having 3D printers in their homes, right? You have hobbyists, but you also have maker spaces and you have engineering schools and you know um, faculty in across across the world and you know uh, that are using these new innovative ways of engineering and fabrication. And it also offers such a great learning opportunity. 
So we have makers from schools to university. Um, we have linkages now with Scouts Canada for, you know, there's activities that they can access. So the maker can be anywhere and it can, and, and we collaborate. We bring the um, volunteer makers with the people with disabilities. And that really, we really push for that to happen through the website. We have a forum on there. There's resources for our chapters. There's mechanisms by which you can apply to become a chapter. Um, you know, sort of, it's it's all there laid to bear, really, to access Amazing. by anybody. And we are there to support yeah. um, anybody who wants to come into that. That's very interesting. And I have been there, so I've seen the things there. So it is really, really mm. interesting. I would rather to ask people to actually go there and have a look, have a feel where you can actually contribute or if you can actually learn in the process. So that's that's an amazing mm. community for sure. Uh, but with this, I would like to ask okay. you, how, is, how does a normal day go for you? Oh, wow. <laughs> um, a normal day. No one, no two days are ever the same. That's true. <laughs> you know, um, they literally are not. Um, I have a young engineer, Stephen, who works in our office now. Um, I mean, we're sort of part office, part home, you know, with the hybrid of, of, of COVID, uh, the world that we live in today. Um, so we now have two 3D printers. Um, so we'll, Stephen will sort of be involved with the engineering side and the designing and that type of thing. That that's really is his forte. Mine is much more focused on the outreach and reaching out to people, doing things like this today, the podcast with you, and I, I thank you for that opportunity. But also building partnerships and working with groups and schools. Um, now, pre-COVID, we would do a lot of in-person, uh, you know, conferences speaking and um, we would do build events with corporate team building sessions and, and big big events with big companies and, and, and schools and universities obviously within covid we've had to move that into a remote environment so we um i will i, I will organize uh, with collaborators and partners build events where so we will we'll be sort of sorting out um, 3D printed parts from our community of uh, printers as, as makers, as well as sort of our own. Um, we will get those things out to um, a, a group. So most recently we have a toy hack coming up where, so we've bought all the toys and they're gonna be distributed to a company here in Winnipeg. They're gonna distribute them again out to their, their employees across uh, Canada. And we're going to have a big build event on the 3rd of December, which is the United Nations International Day of People with Disabilities. Wow. And people are going to actually hack a toy and build switches so that a child can receive a toy for Christmas. And those switches will operate that toy so the child doesn't have to have the dexterity to be able to do that. So that's, that's you know, every day there's something, a reach, an outreach activity, um, a coordination piece. Um, ordering toys, you know, working out, finding people in the community to to um, participate and help us out, reaching out to companies to help with donations or to be involved in builds and funding it that way so that our end users don't actually have to pay for anything. Yeah. Because if it's made through the community, through the collaboration online, our makers are reimbursed by the, the, the requester um, just for parts just the materials yeah. and shipping. But if a company 
has a build event where we have items, those are donated. That's amazing. Wow. So, interesting. Yeah, so my day can be very, very varied. That's interesting. So, I mean, what are the, like, you have two printers. So what are the materials that you print? So they are all plastic based? Yes, um, we use um, mainly PLA. There are a variety mm -hmm. of um, filaments um, and, and sort of plastic. It looks like a big plastic wire, ball of wire. It's not. It's actually, um, if, I, if my memory serves me correctly, PLA is made out of cornstarch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so it's one of the um, uh, more affordable yes, it is. Um, filaments. Yeah. But we do have, you know, we do do things in Petri, um, which is another type. But we use um, small uh, prusers from uh, uh, Poland, okay. prusers printers, which are very sort of plug and play and very easy to use, great capacity. Um, there are many on the market, yeah. of course, that people have. But the PLA um, is really, it's a pretty hardy little uh, filament to use for most things. Um, and it's easy to work with and it, it makes costs well i mean and sometimes we do things in other things but but really P pla and a little bit of pet g um but we do have makers who have much more advanced uh access to 3d printers that with more advanced are able to take more stronger materials so you know those people will use them to, to design certain things or customize um you know but we also combine many other types of um, materials as well. You know, but it, pretty much everything has a 3D printed piece to it because it just makes, well, it's just so accessible, yeah, right? Um, that's true. Although it does sometimes take a while to print. Yeah, yeah, of course, <laughs> of course, it does. It does take its time. So that's that's difficult, I mean, to get yeah. that everything into the time. So that balance. Yeah, that balance. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, but we're fortunate we have a great community that if we, you know, if we can't get things made, you know, we pull everybody else in. That's what, one of the things I end up doing with my dad. <laughs> pull it all together, bring everyone on board. That's interesting. So with that, uh, let's, let's lead to the point that why are we here today, right? So we are here yeah. today to talk about your Guinness World Record attempt that is going to happen soon. Yes. And so please tell us about that. And our listeners would like to know in detail about that so that people can really right. participate in this. Yes, yeah? yes. And, and we really, we, we welcome that. This is um, something that we have, we have been going to be doing on the December the 3rd. So it coincides with, again, with the International, UN International Day of People with Disabilities. And we are going to attempt as a community and with as many people as we can muster around the world um, to uh, break, to attempt a world record, Guinness World Record. And that record is to raise awareness of the need for affordable assistive technology solutions for people with disabilities. And the way in which we are doing that, we are inviting people, as I say, from around the world to take part in a virtual do-it-yourself DIY assistive technology lesson. Now that lesson um, will, will comprise of information about the organization, about 3D printing, about assistive technology. It will last 30 minutes. It's not a, it's not a build event. There are build, build events going on that we are doing and, and our chapters are doing it alongside of us to sort of make that day a, a really sort of big positive day. But with the actual world record attempt it's this 30 minute lesson and to register for that 
You, all you have to do is you can go to atworldrecord.com. That takes you straight to the uh, website and you can register there. Or you can go onto the makersmakingchange.com program, uh, sorry, makersmakingchange.com website and you'll see there's a link there and you can register. And when you register, you, you're obviously you're registered to do this. It will take part, uh, take place. It will start at midnight on the 3rd of December, Eastern time in yeah, American Eastern time. <laughs> um, it will uh, start at midnight and it will run to 11.59, uh, again, Eastern time. But if you go on the website, it actually, we actually have a table of all the different um, zones so that you know what time you'll be able to get on and access this. And if you have, you have to complete the, the 30 minute lesson for it to count because that's what the uh, Guinness World Record will do. That's their counter. So it's an, an, an amazing thing for us to um, have sort of initiated and to have the backing of uh, Guinness World Record um, officially. Yeah, and I also and feel there's a lot of learning yeah. involved in this process. Yes. I mean, so the people who are actually enrolling, they're giving their 30 mm. minutes of time, which is very valuable. But in return, they are yeah. learning quite a lot in that squeezed amount of yes. time. So, yes. so if yes. one enrolls here, there is a lot of learning involved as well. There is a lot of learning. And we were trying to make that so you know concise that it doesn't become... Um, too laborious for somebody mm. um, that it's a sound bite learning experience but the beauty of it is it will it introduces the world of disability it introduces um, what what is assistive tech how can we do this and this is as I said it comes back to that crowdsourcing idea the more people that know about this and it's incredible how many people don't exactly. people with disabilities and others you know those that want it need it and, and those that can provi help provide it you know there's still so many people that don't know and there's still so many people that have no understanding of how 3D printing can actually support that process. You know, we have this technology at, at our fingertips now. You know, there are, there are limitations depending on what you use. There, some things do take time, but it's equally easy to, when something breaks, you can repair it. You can build it out of it. Exactly. Know. So that whole of that um, learning experience is, is very important, integral to the, the growth of, of the community and the accessibility and just, you know, the whole raising awareness of what it is to be a person with disabilities in this world exactly. uh, that we live in. Yeah. And so that's an that's a wonderful initiative. And I also request my audience to actually sign in. The link will be there on the show notes. So sign in there, be a part of this change. And not only are you helping those people, but I think you're learning quite a lot for yourself without having to pay anything, but just your 30 minutes. Yeah. So that should yeah, be great. Wow. Yes. And I hope to see many people from around the globe. So we have about 25 countries uh, represented at the moment um, we have about 17 official partners who've come on and if you want to find out more you, you know if you go onto the website you can you'll find out how to you can contact me and colleagues um, you know and and how you could become a part of this community and you know that first step is yes. is that attempt at the world record yeah. so um yeah, hashtag atworldrecord.com. Perfect. Hashtag atworldrecord.com.
it'll be there all the details will be there on the show notes so Wonderful. please please go ahead Thank and watch you, yeah anything else is in that i didn't ask you that you would like to talk about oh my goodness oh well if anybody out there is interested in um starting a chapter um we 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 fund and support canadian chapters right now but we do have a chapter in south korea um and we have many in um parts of the united states but we partner very closely with um uh print labs uk and they have a big um challenge going on with schools and universities and they even this year they even have an independent um uh group and and that's the make able challenge and that is actually sort of done in partnership with us as well but you can actually view videos of people that need just sort of certain types of devices and you can design and and enter the challenge so that's makeable.com and it's through print labs uk wow. so that's another great way to get involved and and, and lots of resources and that. and on our website you have lots of resources for educators um, for chapters there's a chapter application process if anyone wants to to do that so you know just we just want everybody to come and be a part of this exciting yeah uh, sort of the excitement of what we generate and what we do and and you know print for social good yes yes of course I totally agree yeah, with that. Absolutely. And so yeah, you're doing an amazing job, a wonderful job for so many others. And you. you've been doing it for years together now. So congratulations on that. Yeah. And it is a pleasure to talk to you today. And uh, let's see where, how far we go with this. But uh, yeah. that's interesting. Well, thank well, you, thank Susan. You. And, I, and, I, and I look forward to seeing every, all the different countries yes. signing up. Yes. I wish you the <laughs> very you. best. <laughs> thank you, Roshi. Thank you. I have put in the work to make sure you thoroughly enjoy the show and find something new to learn. See you next week with an amazing guest. Till then, stay strong and keep learning. And now to our sponsors. This podcast is sponsored by Reconstructive Healthcare Solutions Private Limited, a startup on 3D printing consulting and services. If you are looking for a 3D printing service or consulting in India, connect with Reconstructive Healthcare Solutions Private Limited, incubated at Indian Institute of Technology, New Delhi. Connect for your first 30 minutes of consultation on any medical 3D printing project that you plan to start. The link to the 30-minute call is there in the description of the podcast. Thank you for listening to the Surgeons in 3D Printing Podcast. Life is a work in progress. What matters at the end is the journey.